0: hey guys welcome to the fellowship greenville students podcast this week dallas greenaway continues our summer series disciple and talks about life on mission dallas talks about god's mission and how our lives should bring god glory through everything we do we look at first corinthians 10 verse 31 and how everything works together for the glory of god dallas challenges us to live a life worth imitating and to look at our lives to see if we are bringing god glory in all areas we hope you enjoy this message Hey guys, thanks for joining us for what is now week five of our Disciple Series. We are now in the third piece of the triangle. If you remember, we've got the triangle here with at the top, we've got Life with Jesus. We spent two weeks talking about that. So if you're interested, uh, you can go back and listen or watch those, those two weeks. Next, we started talking about Life in Community. And we spent two weeks there these past two weeks. Matt just closed it off by talking about agape love, which was incredible. Um, So if you're interested in listening or watching that, you can go back and and check out the last two weeks. Remember, we can only cover so much of Life with Jesus and Life in Community. There are obviously like way more things that we could talk about. Um, So if you guys have specific questions, feel free to let us know, and maybe we can address those in the future, in future series. But we're just able to spend two weeks on each of these. This last one, these last two weeks, we're going to spend some time talking about life on mission. Um, and the reality is, like a- as we jump into this, everybody wants their life to have purpose. Everybody wants their life to have meaning. Everybody wants to be a part of a mission or a cause that is bigger than themselves. Maybe you, you you wouldn't say it that way, or maybe you haven't recognized this yet, but the reality is that each of us wants to wake up and know that our life will matter that day, that the things we spend our time on will matter, that the th- the conversations we have with people will matter. We want to know that we matter, because if we don't, then what's the point? And I, I think that that's a great question. And Truly, God has given us a purpose, a mission, a reason that most of us maybe like could kind of put a few words to and could kind of talk about a couple of the pieces of what that mission and purpose is. But hopefully after today, you'll be able to see God's big purpose, his big mission for all of us and how we fit into it and hopefully how it's a lot bigger and better than what you think it is Right now. So, in fact, if you would, maybe you're in the comments right now, or you're in you're in the chat. Go ahead and put something in there. When I ask the question, "What is your purpose? What is your mission? What's the mission or purpose that God has for you?" What would you say? How would you tell that to a friend? How would you explain it to them? Maybe you would say things like, "Well, uh, it's to glorify God." And man, I think I think you are right. You're exactly right. Uh, maybe you would say it's to tell others about Jesus, tell people about the good news, the gospel. And I'd say that's definitely a part of it, too. Uh, maybe you would say it's to love others. Like, I think that a lot of your answers would be correct. What I hope that we start to understand today is that it's not just one of those things, though, but it's it's all of those. There's a much bigger, broader purpose and mission that God has for us, and hopefully we'll see little bit of that today. So we're going to break this down really quick. We've only got so much time into three parts. And the first part of talking about mission or purpose, I'm going to take a page out of Jim Thompson's book. He taught uh, on mission just a couple weeks ago downstairs in our main services. And the first place that he started is where I'm going to start is with God's purpose, God's mission. What What's his purpose? Before we talk about ours, and by the way, hint, hint, spoiler alert, we probably should join him. In, our purpose should be pretty close to what his purpose is. But, but what's God's purpose or mission for this whole thing, for a creation, for why does he do the things that he does? And in order to find the answer, we're going to go to the book of Habakkuk a really popular book, probably your favorite book of the Bible. Um, it is towards the end of the Old Testament. And we're going to go to Habakkuk chapter two, verse fourteen. All right, it's going to come up on the screen, so you don't need to turn there or try to uh, look in your index to find it. But Habakkuk is a minor prophet, and he is a guy who is crying out. On behalf of the people, really, he's angry. He's frustrated. He's confused, and he is broken by the sin of God's people. And as he's crying out, he says something incredible here that points us to God's purpose, God's mission for all of this, for all of life, for everything. I mean, that's 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 a super big thing. It's far bigger uh, of a reality or something to discuss than we can possibly capture in the next few minutes. But here it is, and maybe you can chew on this for this week, maybe that's why you're listening or watching right now. Verse 14 of chapter two of Habakkuk says, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. That the earth will be filled, that this is a reality, that this will happen, that this is the purpose, this is the mission, that this whole thing is moving towards, that the earth will be filled with God's glory, just like the sea, the seas are full of water. So that this whole thing, I mean, if you go to the sea, you're going to see that it's, it's filled of water. No pun intended, right? Uh, God, God's purpose, his mission is that this entire earth, the entire universe, everything that he's created would be filled with his glory, that all of it would glorify him. That's his purpose. That's his mission, that God would bring glory to himself in everything that he does and all that he creates. And maybe you're like, that's kind of selfish. That's kind of weird, right? But think about it. If God was, if his purpose was to bring glory to anything else, it would be something that is less than him. He is the greatest. He is the best. He's the most magnificent. Like he he is, like he's worthy of all glory, all honor, all praise, him and him alone and nobody else. And so if he gave any of that to someone else, it would be kind of pointless. So everything is created to glorify Him. So where do we fall into that? Well, as one of God's created people, I kind of gave you a spoiler alert earlier, but here's the second part of what we're talking about this morning. What is our purpose? What is our mission? Why are we here? What's our reason for living? It's to bring glory to God. It's to bring glory to God. And that might not surprise some of you. Maybe you've heard the phrase uh, that our purpose, our mission, our reason for living is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. Maybe you're familiar with that, that phrase or that language and, and maybe in your mind, you're already like, okay, so glorify God. So I need to make sure that I, I sing to him from time to time. I need to make sure I tell people about God from time to time. I need to make sure that you know every now and then I pray or read my Bible. And those are the things that come to your mind when it comes to glorifying God. But here's where I want to kind of zoom in on for just a moment or <laughs> maybe zoom out on is that the reality is that all of our lives, think about this, all of our lives are meant to glorify God. All of it. In fact, the apostle Paul says in second or sorry, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. here's, Here's what he does. He kind of in some ways sums this whole thing up, right? So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. That everything in our lives, remember, God created us in his image. Go back to Genesis. Right? The first book of the Bible, God created us in his image so that we would reflect him. We would image him to the rest of the world and to God himself. He made us to glorify him in all that we do. So, does that mean that, man, well, that's why I'm supposed to always be praying, right? Well, I mean, that's kind of part of it. Does that mean that I should always be singing songs? Does that mean I always should be. Man, this means that we should be living our lives to the fullest in a way that honors him. Here's. Here's kind of how I've been thinking about it as I've been studying and, and praying and prepping this week. Um, it's this: it's not necessarily about what we do, but it's about how and why we do it in everything. So let's take eating, for example, because I love to eat. Shout out to Ford Love, who brought us a dozen donuts this past Sunday night. They were they were they were super tasty from duck donuts. But if, if we're eating, if we're eating donuts, how in the world do we glorify God by eating? Well. Man, in some way, shape, or form, again, it's not, it's not what we're doing or, or what we're eating necessarily, but it's how and why we're doing it. And so if, if somewhere in the enjoyment of the donuts, I can remember, man, I can enjoy these donuts because God created the people who created the donut and man, are they tasty. Thank you, Lord, for, for this food. Man, that's a way to eat and glorify God. What about when you're playing sports? Well, man, God's the one who's given you that body. Is there a moment in there where you can play to the glory of God, you can give it your all, you can go 110%, even though that's impossible, uh, but you you can play hard, you can go 110% for the glory of God, and in the midst of it, you can remember and thank God, God, thank you for just giving me this body that can do these things on the court or on the field or wherever you play. When you're with your friends or your family, how can you glorify God? You can glorify them by living out the way of Jesus with them, the, the fruits of the Spirit being manifest in you, and living, living that out, and in so much shape or form, remembering that God's given you those people. He's given you those relationships, being thankful for, for them. man. And whatever you do, now you got to start processing all that you do in your life, but in everything you do, do it to the glory of God. God, you can, you can glorify God in all you do. And if, it, if you don't believe me, if you're like, man, well, that sounds like super extreme or, or just like, I don't know, kind of Christian-y or, or churchy, like. but look in, look in the Bible, look in Genesis, how were Adam and Eve going to glorify God in the garden? You know what part of it was? Was by gardening, by hanging out with animals, by hanging out with God, they were going to glorify God in their gardening. You know, you fast forward a few hundred or thousand years and people were glorifying God in the way that they built cities and the way they built temples and the way they built things, they were glorifying God. Man, God has given me this body and this ability to be able to build things and craft things and I'm doing it to His glory. We can glorify God in everything we do. That is our purpose. That is our mission. So I hope that you're starting to see that glorifying God is much, much bigger than maybe you came in before you listen to this message. It it encompasses our entire life, our entire life. So go ahead and start thinking this week about how you can glorify God in all of the things that you do and the ways that you live. Now, here's the third part of this, and this is like maybe zooming in or taking it a step down, and maybe here's what you thought originally, that this is what it means to glorify God, and I'm here to tell you, this is very much part of what it means to glorify God, and it is the Great Commission. That it's not just about Uh, the things that we do and making sure we glorify God and all the things that we do, but there there must come a point in our lives or we are not completely fulfilling the mission and purpose of God. There must come a point in our lives where we actually share our faith with other people, where we actually share the good news. I mean, man, if this thing really is as big and grand and glorious and God is at the head of it all, then how could we not wanna share with other people this reality, this truth? And, and Jesus, he gives it to us, the Great Commission. If you don't believe me that we're supposed to share our faith, if you don't believe me that we are supposed to tell others about who God is, the Great Commission, Matthew 28, verses 19 and 20, go therefore, Jesus is telling his disciples, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. What's Jesus telling him here? That a part of living in the ways of Jesus, a part of living the mission to glorify God, is to go and tell other people about Him. Go and make disciples. Go and make people who are covered in the dust of Rabbi Jesus. It's to share our faith, is to share the good news. And part of this, yes, it means like, hey, so go to these countries that maybe I've even never heard of, but man, way closer to home and, and maybe way more relevant for you and I is really, Charlie actually said this last week in his sermon, if you listen to that, but this, this, uh, these verses really could be translated, uh, not just go, but as you go. So as you go about your life, as you, as you play sports, as you eat duck donuts, as you do all these things, man, be asking God, how do, you, how do you want me to share my faith right now? Who do you want me to speak to? Who is it in my life that I'm supposed to be making a disciple of? We are called, yes, very much to fulfill the Great Commission. This is a key piece of bringing glory to God. But I hope that in this message, you've realized that that's, that's a peace and loving others is a peace and serving others is a peace and singing songs is a peace and reading the scripture is a piece, and eating duck donuts to the glory of God is a peace. Our entire lives are meant to glorify the God whose mission and purpose it is to bring glory to himself. So this week, as you go, wherever you go, whatever you do, Or even if you don't go anywhere at all and you just stay in your home, you and I can glorify God. Would you ask him and and spend some time processing, hey God, so what does that look like in this scenario? What does it look like when I do this? What does it look like when these kinds of emotions start to bubble up in me? How do I bring you glory? As Paul said, in whatever we eat, whatever we drink, in whatever we do, how do we bring glory to God? Let me pray for us. Father, thank you for, in some ways, for not just making our mission and our purpose just to always sing songs or to always pray or to never take our nose out of the Bible, but you made us to image you, to glorify you in whatever we do. And that is our mission, that is our purpose, that is how we build your kingdom. So help us to see, start seeing all of life differently. How we eat, how we play, how we are in relationship with other people, that all of it is meant to glorify you. Help us to understand what that means in these situations, and these specific circumstances. This is the lifelong journey, but we're thankful that we, we don't have to do it alone. We get to do it with you, life with Jesus. And we get to do it with others, life in community. We love you, Lord. We pray all these things in Jesus' name, amen.